welcome to today's Just Shopping Podcast. And with David and myself, we have Alistair from Fiasco. How are you doing, Alistair? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good, we're good. It's Friday, it's almost the weekend, Friday. so it can't be bad. Well, it's going to be Sunday when this comes out, but never mind. <laughs> so, Fiasco, what's going on with you guys? Uh, we've just released a new single. Uh, we had a big was? launch party for it. It's called Hey Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the second single, or not? It's the second single, but it's the first single off the debut EP. Okay, and when's that coming out? Uh, so that'll be out in January, hopefully. Oh, yeah. that's a long wait now. Uh, well, we've got another single coming out in uh, October. Yeah. So that's the plan, October and January. We wanted to do it in December, but we didn't want us to compete with Santa for radio time. If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, yeah. we don't want to be competing with uh, all the Christmas jingles. So, uh, yeah. So we just pushed it back to January. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a launch show for Hey Man, which was uh, in Tiny Rebel in Cardiff. Um, that was really good. That sold out. Uh, and the video, that's awesome as well. Um, besides that, we played last night at the Moon. Do you know the Moon yeah. in Cardiff? Yes, yeah. Yeah, we were just there yesterday. Um, opening for a band called the 409 Club and uh, Tiger Bay. Okay. okay, yeah, a bit of Tiger Bay, yeah. It's not Shirley Bassey's band, is it? Uh, yeah, it is. She was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they're, they're a bit more indie, uh, but they're, they're cool. They're good. Nice guys as well. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, there seems to be quite a lot of rock, blues rock type stuff coming out of South Wales at the moment. You know, we've got... Um, Zach and the Newman. Yeah, Zach and the Newman also, yeah. Have to listen to those, haven't it? You haven't uh, heard of Zach and the Newman? No, I'll have to check them out. Oh, right, okay. They're a little um, bit further away from... I think, are you, where are you guys from, Cardiff? Uh, we're from Cardiff, but I live in Swansea, so... Uh, ah, right, okay. Yeah, I work all over as well, so... I'm up okay. in Liverpool for a couple of months from Monday. <laughs> oh, right, so, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about these guys. It was it Zach and the Newman? Zach and the Newman, they're just a bunch of young kids, really. They, right. um, they're they about 18 years old. Right. I don't know how old you guys are. We're probably... I think we're, most of them were born in, like, 1999. I'm 94, so I'm the old one. I'm, I'm 28. So you're in, you? Uh, you're 28. 28. I'm 28. The, the guys, they're about 24, 25, I think. Yeah. Well, you're not that much older, are you? Or maybe 20, maybe 22. Yeah, I, I'm not that much older. I was, I met them. They were first year undergrads when I was doing my master's. Okay. Okay. So, so that's, that's the age. <laughs> Because yeah. yeah. in the bio it said that you um, you met at the Soon Festival. Yeah, that's right. So we were all at uni, and the uni encouraged us to uh, volunteer at Soon. Okay. Uh, and me and Archie, Orange Dubois, who's not here tonight, um, he's working. Um, but me and him, we actually met at the after party of Soon Festival. Uh, it was in Goody Who. Do you remember Goody Who? I don't know. No, I don't Do you like guys it. know Goody Who? Oh, Goody Who's a fabulous pub that's that's one of those pubs that's gone. It's closed. Okay. Uh, and it was amazing. It was like someone's living room, but a pub. Uh, and uh, they had a free bar there on the last night of, on the last night of Soon Festival until like 3 a.m. So yeah. all the Soon Festival staff got um, rather, rather blitzed. And um, me and Archie 
we got talking i don't know why but we just you know those no like nights you just click with someone and you're just like instantly best friends yeah yeah <laughs> uh we're like instantly best friends uh we're like yeah let's make a band we both love blues rock we both love rock and like we're both in cardiff we're both kind of looking to make a band that's the reason i did the masters i was it'd been like six years since i was in a band and i was like i need to find a band um so we we got talking we just said yeah let's make a band uh so we actually booked the rehearsal room on that night uh okay. for the next day and neither of us remember booking it <laughs> uh, and we both showed up to the university where the where the rehearsal was the next day and neither of us even recognized the other one we had a meeting place <laughs> we both showed up with our guitars and we were like you're Archie and he's like yeah you're Alistair and I was like yeah <laughs> let's go let's go so then, uh, then we played, we played the song that I'd written called Whiskey in this rehearsal. And he's playing drums originally, now he's on guitar. And uh, so we just jamming it out and it's, it's really nice. And it's like the first, that was the first ever fiasco rehearsal. It was the first kind of, first time you ever heard of it slightly towards being a band sound, which was obviously when I was playing the track myself, it's acoustic and vocals. So with the drums, it suddenly sounds much bigger. And you think, oh, wow, this actually could be something. You know, there might be something here. And uh, and at the end of that rehearsal, he's like, oh, can I, can I hop in your guitar for a sec? I'll have a go, you know. Uh, uh, and then he's just playing this other track that he wrote called Break Their Wings, which will be the next single out in October. And I was like, dude, you can't play drums. You've got to play guitar in this band, you know. We'll find another drummer because he's, he's, he's such a good guitarist. And yeah, and that's how it really, that's how it started. And then uh, we kind of met the other two through, I don't know if you know Porter's in Cardiff? Yeah. Porter's Pub, um, which is another one that's, that's kind of closing down, but also kind of moving. Um, but anyway, we met George there, who's the bassist, who's one of the, the probably the best musician I know. Uh, not just music-wise, but like hardware-wise. If you got like any pedals or amps or guitars that are broken and need rewiring or anything, just that George could take a look at this oh, for me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and he, he's, he'll sort it, he'll sort it out. Um, which is amazing. It's super handy to have in the band. Uh, and genuinely, like, it's also kind of awkward because the best guitarist in the band isn't playing guitar, he's playing bass. And uh, Tom's fantastic as well. He's insane. He's like a machine. Uh, yeah, they all blow my mind. And the fact that, like, it's really actually amazing that, you know, when people like that want to play your songs, I'm just like, well, I, don't, <laughs> like I don't even have to pay them. Like, it's yeah. just nice, which yeah. is amazing. It's incredible. Um, yeah, Tom. Tom's... Uh, they they all are. If you listen to the track, besides from my voice, listen to the stuff with Tom and George and Archie do. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really good. And in the studio, watching them in the studio is like I could do that all day. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Uh, I could. How did you it. get the name? Is that from when you met? When so you were, the, when you had your drunken meeting the next day, or? Yeah. No, the name actually is it's. Uh, so I was in one, actually two other bands before this throughout the course of uh, my my musicianship, I don't know, throughout the course of playing music. And uh, in my first band, which was called Atlas, uh, which is kind of where I really got into the whole band vibe. That was when I was like 16. 
Um, we played for a couple of years as well, like two, two maybe three years. Um, but so one of the other names for that band when we were running around with names was uh, was something called Vibe Fiasco. Okay. So when we were when we were naming this new band in Cardiff, uh, I said to the guys, "Well, I, I really like this name Vibe Fiasco before from one of my old bands, which we never ended up using." And they were like, eh, on the fence about it. But then Archie was like, well, I like Fiasco. And then I was like, yeah, okay. Mm. Go, I'm happy with Fiasco as well. Let's go with that. And like, it kind of it suits us. Because I feel like sometimes we can be a bit disastrous. We always pull it together. You know? <laughs> we, always, we, always, we always pull it together. Just, uh, so when you, mm-hmm. when you do a show then, how many, how many tracks have you got to, to do a show? Obviously, you've got an EP coming out. So we for the set we've probably got like a dozen dozen standing originals that we do, um, but like we pretty much add into it whenever we need to. It's just kind of slowed down really until we've recorded. You know what I mean? We've been sitting on the same songs for like two three years, minus the whole pandemic because we all did mm. nothing for like a year. Um, actually, Hey Man was written in the pandemic, um, but. Well, songs yeah. seem to take a bit of a different twist when you actually sit down and record them anyway, don't they? Yeah, and and the idea of, like, when we started, I was, like, writing loads and loads of new material to fill out the set, you know, because there's a mm. demand for the new material. But, like, once we got it, it, until we've recorded it, I've kind of slowed down writing for it. But now that it's actually recorded, I'm like, oh, crap, I probably need to, need to write some more stuff. So, like, my writing notepad's slowly filling up. Um, there's a lot of lyrics in there now. Uh, so I think I'm going to go on a writing spree pretty soon. Uh, but like, yeah, so we've got this EP in uh, January, but we, we have actually got another EP in the works. Okay. Um, so the idea originally was to do it all as an album, but I don't know if you guys know, but an album's pretty expensive to do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. To record an album. And uh, so we decided to split it into two EPs, but make them kind of connected. So yeah. we'll have two singles for each one and uh, three other tracks, four other tracks on the second EP. So that's 11 songs in total between both EPs. Um, and the first EP is called I'd Give It All To You. And the second one, I, at the moment, this is what they're called. It might change, but I think it's pretty solid. This is a first, you're hearing it here first on Just Chopsin. Uh So it's called, the first EP is called I'll Give It All To You. And the second one's called You Faithful Few. So the artwork will like match and everything. So okay. the idea is if, if we ever comes to printing on vinyl, we can print one EP on one side and one EP on the other and just, you know, then it's complete. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. yeah. But with fiasco, so let's see if it goes to <laughs> plan. Just what's going to happen. <laughs> but so yeah. when, did you, when did you first start playing music again? Because so you said you were in your first band at 16. Yeah, um, you start. I guess you started as a guitarist. Then, if you said you no, this behind me. Oh yeah, right, no. okay. Yeah, I've I've been playing piano since I was six. Um, okay. So I've always and I I was rubbish. I was terrible until I quit. Um, because I didn't like I didn't like reading music. I still can't read music. And then I saw like my cousin play and lead guitar, that sort of thing in a rock band. And I was like, holy crap, that's so much cool. <laughs> that's like, that's cool on piano. I need to play, I need to play some rock guitar now. 
and they were all like listening to like uh Boy and the whole emo like Panic of the Disco, you know, My Chemical Romance with like Helena and the Monarchy, like that really like early two thousands whole rock scene that kind of blew up. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you had really good stuff in the UK. You had like uh, Franz Ferdinand and yeah. uh, and all those guys popping off. I love them. So yeah, I was listening to a lot of that music. They were playing it, and I was thinking, "Holy crap, this is really cool!" So then uh, that's when I kind of started playing guitar as well. Probably. But uh, with your piano lessons, then was it just like the old cliche fucking classical yeah. training? Why do yeah. piano teachers do that? Because like classical is like a completely different route. It's a different career path, and people like, you know, it's not a bad career path. People people do well at it if they knuckle down. But yeah, but you know, not everybody wants to sit down in front of yeah, a piano and learn yeah, play classical music. That's you know, me. if you what if you what if you took a fucking little Richard record with you, yeah, or a Jerry Lee Lewis record with you, yeah. you know, and say I don't want to play mean, Nana Muscuri, I want to play. Well, I think she played the violin, but whoever, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think I think that was yeah that was part of it, and probably because I was probably when I was coming up to being a teenage and I was probably entering my rebellious teen. I don't want to play piano anymore. I want to play. I want to play rock music. Most kids know? do that. Uh, taught <laughs> classical piano. Yeah, they all yeah. end up rebelling, don't they? Mm. They're all like, I don't want to play this. But actually, I, I still I still play a lot a lot of piano. Um, I play loads of piano, and actually, it's been something we've been thinking about doing. And it's not on this EP, but maybe for the next EP. And if not on that, maybe if we do an album after the first two EPs, I wouldn't mind playing some organ on it. If we can get some organ, we well, don't want to see you know. playing your organ on your EP, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that went over his head, Dave. It did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, what yeah. sort of music oh. were you listening to, and when you were growing up? Because, because uh, obviously the you know, it's like a blues rock. So are yeah. there any particular musicians that you're into or fans? Not, uh, so the blues rock comes later, really. Blues rock, like, this obviously comes from Black Keys. Like, I want to I wanna attribute it to other people, but, like, Black Keys, when I first heard them, I was like, holy crap, what's this? You know, something new. Oh, well, it's not really new because it's old, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, and then, then you start going down the route of, like, I don't know if you know the band Rival Sons. Yeah, the quality, yeah. Rival Sons are fantastic. And I, I saw them in Cardiff recently with Tom, the drummer from the band. And yeah, and like the thing with Rival Sons is you listen to their record and you think, this is amazing, but holy crap, this guy, no way like, no way this guy sings like this live, you know? It's yeah. just like a cut in the studio. He's taken like days for it to get his perfect take. And then you watch them live, like, you watch them on YouTube and every performance is like, absolutely mind-blowing mm. and uh, uh yeah it's just the rival sons the kind of the whole inspiration for this maybe you could create indie blues indie blues oh yeah good, it? maybe <laughs> you do get like indie blues like some of the uh i don't want to jump straight to a cliche but some of the arctic monkey stuff like arabella is yeah, pretty yeah. bluesy uh yeah, I, there's another band that I really love who probably more kind of indie blues. Is uh, I don't know if you know the band Hello Operator. No, no, not come across they're, it. They're like a kind of small-ish. I, I think they're like a London-based band. But I was listening to them around the same time as the Rival Sons. They're a bit more like I don't know. They're kind of yeah. They're they're a bit more indie, but they're really really good, really riffy, okay. uh, and like. Uh, 
yeah so i don't know maybe we'll see some some sparks of indie come in but for now we'll probably stick to the rock if 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 we are going to change direction at all it might be a bit more um might get a bit more psychedelic slash proggy no don't go down a fucking prog route, man. <laughs> not 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 like not like oh not, not 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 like crazy prog but i like the i like the mess with time signatures i think that comes from uh i've always been obsessed with this player um but they they mess with time signatures and uh i've always loved that um and it's in a couple of the tracks now in hey man like this the the most of the riffs are in five um one of the pre-chorus drops a beat you know um so i i don't know i think we might we might end up going maybe towards that i don't know obviously we're not gonna go all the way not not everything's gonna be mathy from now on uh (laughs) but there might there might be like a couple of tracks that um that are a bit more experimental uh definitely if we get some organs on there um I, I did. I said so I, I took a listen to the first one, the the Hey Man, and I said to Terry earlier, it, it's to me. It's, I don't know if you've heard of the band, the Dust Coda, and it, it sounds um, a bit Dust Codery to me. The the first track, check the them Dust out. It's, Coda. Uh, Dust Coda, yeah. They yeah, they're really good actually. They're a really good it's, band. Uh, yeah. Nicely crafted together, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's doing it's well, a... and to be fair, it's like a, a lot of the festivals that I go to, there is a, a kind of like a blues tinge come into it now because right. uh, like like chris barris band is doing really really well and he seems he's popping up at a lot of festivals um even when i went and watched guns and roses the other week they had um gary clark jr supported yes, as well. that's, was, that's like, the name that i forgot that's the name oh, i was like that uh, gary, yeah. gary gary clark jr yeah yeah he was awesome incredible. yeah very good yeah. yeah so um yeah it's definitely making a i don't think it's ever gone but it's making a comeback and yeah i think blues and rock has always been pretty yeah connected anyway because you have rock and blues festivals don't you so um you know so what's your kind of like your ultimate goal then i I said to terry i I wondered whether you know for you to you boys to sort of go full circle or maybe to play at the soon festival is that something you already done that no we haven't yet and we did get in touch with them like a year ago um i don't know goal for us yeah soon would be great soon would be really good um yeah and i love i love play, performing as well so. okay yeah yeah um, some some people get quite anxious over it don't they mm-hmm. i mean i write stuff well. and then but then performing is a bit of a different story like yeah i think i i assume everyone suffers with like performance anxiety different yeah. degrees i think i'm pretty i've gotten much better at it like when when i was in the band when i was 16 like i used to drink like not drop not drink alcohol drink like three cans of monster and play the song like three times as fast um yeah i've definitely got more relaxed with it like yesterday i didn't even feel like we were playing like half an hour before we went on i was like oh oh, oh my gosh we're actually going on stage tonight i better you know get with it um because i was was just chilling at the moon um can you afford coke no (laughs) <laughs> not that I'd want to. Uh, Coca-Cola, I meant, not Coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said you were drinking Monster. Monster's more expensive than Coke, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yes. Probably is. Uh, yeah. Probably is. Well, it makes know. your pee go green as well, doesn't it? All that sort of stuff. 
Which one? Talking about monster. <laughs> monster. <laughs> Did you see that the automatic have actually managed to get all this stuff back online? Yeah, so that's good. I'm play actually playing Monster on the radio show tonight. So nice, nice. That's a great track. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Tom Orton. I don't know if you know him, but he he's the guy who's producing our. I know the name. The name rings a bell. And yeah, it was kind of it was it was a given kind of because he's he does like blues rocky stuff and he's a really good producer. Um, and we were recording at you know Long Wave Studios. Yeah, with Romesh. Yeah, uh, so it was with Tom, but it was in Romish Studios. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's another Welsh shout out that I probably should <laughs> shout in on this because he's he's great, and uh, I think he's done a great job on the, on the recording. I did say to um, Terry, it sounded like there was a different singer on the first one to the second one. No, it's me. I know. And that's, he said, no, it can't be. But it, it yeah. did sound, because it, it sounded like um, for the second one, you really put some balls into it, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. You're not the first person to say that either, because uh, Matt Bond, who mastered the tracks, both of them, he's uh, the guitarist from the Dirty Youth, you know, Dirty Youth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he did the mastering for us, and he said, he said, you've, he thinks, he'd, like, he said, you've really found your voice. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, probably grown in confidence, actually. Yeah, probably that as well, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it was, who were you talking to? And she said, for women, I know it definitely was, your voice, like, matures up to at a certain age. You sort of, it's like 28 years of age, and then your voice is at like, its most mature or strongest or something like Maybe that. that, yeah. Yeah, I remember, that? I thought you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. No, no, no. What Mew said it. It was the it was the person we were talking to. Was it Carol Hodge? It, I think it was. Yeah, because um, yeah, they said you basically. She said that your voice matures over a period of time, and then it gets you get to a certain age. Then and it's you know it's kind of like the strongest that it's going to be, or the most powerful. I hope whatever, it's not the know. strongest it's going to be. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. The yeah. men of men are a bit later, I guess. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. Or maybe even earlier. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But no, well, I, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, I listened to it briefly as well, and you can tell the difference in the in the two vocal styles. But to me, it just seems like you've just grown in confidence, to be honest. Hmm. You know, you've had a year or so in between recording. I think. Them, I, think. I think as well with Hey Man compared to Animal, like the highest note in Animal is is the yes on the outro of it, and that's. That's in animal ways where I'm pushing my voice most. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like it's right at the back of your throat. Uh, and in Hey Man, I think like most of the song is at that pitch. Mm. So I'm kind of pushing my voice the whole song at that pitch instead of you know. So it, it might be that as well. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I think I'm growing into my voice, which I'm happy about. Um, yeah. All right. And mate, so you've got any shows coming up? So. Um, Actually, we're supposed to be playing tomorrow, but it got delayed. Um, so you got nothing. Yeah. Going. So not 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 really. Not a, it might be a couple of days. I'm not sure. I tell you what you should do, right? Look up Zach and the New Men, see what they got coming up, and go and crash their party. Maybe, maybe. That's that's definitely a, a good idea. Yeah. That's what I would be doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how available are you all for gigs and stuff? So when we take gigs, I basically say straight off, I can really only do Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, because at a push, I can be flexible around. 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I can't are you all are you all pretty similar on that? No, the other guys. Uh, well, Archie's Archie's busy. He works. He works at Tiny Rebel in Cardiff. Shout out to them because they're they're great. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you've only got two singles though. You're not going to get your yeah, headline tour just yet. Like. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, I'll probably listen back to this maybe in a couple of years and think you're an idiot. But uh, <laughs> well, that's what you need nice. to do. You, you should, I mean, being in a band, you need to be networking all the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's important, and it's important. It's important to get out and meet people, especially at other gigs as well. Yeah, you know, especially like I said, if you go and go along and crash, Zach and the New Man, and sure, you know, especially younger bands like that. Yeah. Yes, I can't believe you don't know none of these bands, and you're a musician, <laughs> living in Cardiff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me on. No problem. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I'll probably have to chop half of this out. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Take, take 22, Claire. Chop that in, you know. <laughs> are we able to check the video on the back end of it now? Or are we... Which video? Animal, animals, I don't think we've got a video. Oh, right, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Like, okay, we've had two videos shot. One of them was like, it was okay, and the other one was awful. So we didn't put either of them out. Alright, dude. Yeah, I'll get in touch. Alright, okay. thanks for having me on. No uh, worries. Yeah. Thanks for nice coming on. Yeah. Right. Cheers, buddy. Bye. I'll catch you later. Bye. 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 Bye.